Welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this show. When you're done listening, I hope you take a minute and write a quick review on whichever radio or podcast platform you've heard this show. Your insights will help others to be inspired and encouraged. I have a great show for you today. I'll help you recognize why you keep repeating the same patterns in your life. I'll also be interviewing Dr. Alan Leica, who's been one of the leading dermatologists for over three decades. He is a pioneer in his field, author of multiple books, and is a host of the top internet radio show entitled Secrets of Living a Fantastic Life. He's here today to discuss his highly inspirational book that he co-authored with Harriet Tinka, entitled The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. Two survivors reveal the 13 golden pearls they've discovered. This book is a roadmap you need to help you live a life with purpose and meaning. For more information about Dr. Laika and to purchase this book, please visit fantasticlifebook.com. Thank you so much for listening to Lifeology. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. Why you keep repeating the same patterns. Have you ever dated someone and afterwards you said, I knew I shouldn't have done that. I had a gut feeling about this. Or you made a really important decision and unfortunately you had the same response. I knew something was off. In every situation we're in, we always want to ask ourselves, what am I learning about myself right now? Because when you ask that question, it allows for you to take a moment to reflect on what you're thinking, what you're feeling, and what you're doing. Because when you have that awareness, it allows you to say, Perhaps right now I'm being reactive, and in being reactive, I'm making a choice that's not the healthiest for me. Or perhaps we're being too logical, and we're not taking into consideration other people's feelings. When we have that moment of reflection, it does allow for us to say, with what I'm learning about myself right now, is it a healthy response? And if it is a healthy response, that's really important because we know that that's going to be a strong foundation for what the outcome is going to be. The second part of that is when we ask ourselves what we're learning about ourselves, we want to ask ourselves, when did I do something like this before? And when you can reflect on it, you want to ask yourself, what were the outcomes of what I did? And was it something that was healthy for me in the long run? Because when you do have that moment of reflection, it does allow for you to create a buffer so that you don't find yourself making reactive decisions. Reactive decisions don't come from a place of logic or don't come from a place of healthiness. It comes from a place of feeling like we don't have any options. And the reality is we have many options. So today, if you're in a situation where you find yourself repeating the same patterns over and over again, it is important to remind yourself you've been in this situation before. And if you've been in this situation before, what is your thought process? What are you feeling? And what are you doing that continually contributes to you repeating the same pattern over and over again? I have a fantastic guest today with Dr. Alan Leica. He shares his own story of what he learned about himself during a life-threatening disease. 
He also reviews his book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. Two survivors reveal 13 golden pearls they've discovered. These 13 golden pearls will give you the insight you need to help you make healthy choices for your life. It's the roadmap you need to live a fulfilled life. So stay tuned. If you're anything like me, you love to read. Lifeology and Audible.com have partnered to offer you an incredible opportunity. Audible is offering you one free book download with a free 30-day trial. This is perfect for those of you who love to read but often don't have time to enjoy your favorite pastime. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to start your free trial. They have over 180,000 books from all genres, so I'm pretty confident your favorite author's books will be there. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible and start listening to your favorite book today. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to get started today. My guest today is Dr. Alan Leica, who's been one of the leading dermatologists for over three decades. He is a pioneer in his field, author of multiple books, and is a host of the top internet radio show entitled Secrets of Living a Fantastic Life. He is here today to discuss his highly inspirational book that he co-authored with Harriet Tinka, entitled The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, Two Survivors Reveal the 13 Golden Pearls They Have Discovered. Welcome to my show, Dr. Leica. James, I'm so thrilled to be here. This is just one of the most momentous occasions <laughs> in the last week. It's, a, it's amazing. As you know, we had some technical yes. difficulties, our old friend. So this has overcome them. It, it's <laughs> stupendous. We've been able to overcome them. Yeah, it's so funny. My listeners don't know this, but I think this is my third or fourth time trying to record. So it's wonderful. So like I said, we, we've done it so many times. We're ready. This is going to be a fantastic show today. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. It's just a thrill to be here. For where are you calling into? Today. I'm calling from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. We're oh. way up in the North Country, mm -hmm. uh, five hours due north of Montana, way up in God's Country. And yes. it's this time of year, we say it's God's Country. In the winter, we say God could keep it. <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. I don't know if you knew this, but I actually grew up in rural Canada in Western Ontario. My parents um, had a really rustic fishing resort. So you had to fly in by float plane. We only had a generator for like maybe three or four hours, and then everything else was just all black <laughs> it was pitch black but you know a rustic canada is beautiful yes. Yes. most of their summer we stay at a cabin we have mm -hmm. a, a cabin at pigeon lake so that's oh, okay. our summer home now it's not rustic by any means but <laughs> it's a way away from the city and yes. that's always nice that is awesome so i can't wait to talk about your book the secrets to living a fantastic life two survivors reveal the 13 golden pearls they've discovered but before we jump into that let's get some of your backstory so you are one of the leading dermatologists you know it's been a wonderful journey. Yeah. You know, I, I became a dermatologist back in 1989. I was one of the top dermatologists in the world for wow. over 30 years. That's amazing. I spoke on podiums from Egypt to South Africa, to from Los Angeles to London. It, it was a great life. I traveled all over the world mm. and traveled to 70 countries and given lectures. Wow. But you That's know, amazing. back in 2003, something momentous happened. Mm -hmm. I was with my wife, Lucy, walking in Disneyland, and my wife turned to me and she said, what's wrong with you, hon? And, and you know, James, for once in my life, I hadn't said anything wrong. I hadn't done mm. anything wrong. I hadn't <laughs> even thought anything wrong. So I didn't know what she was talking about. And it was so funny. And I said, what do you mean, hon? And she said, listen to your foot. And I said, what? Listen to your foot? She said, with every step that I was taking, my right foot had suddenly developed a foot drop. Interesting. against the pavement. You know, your brain is programmed not to let that happen. Sure. So something went wrong. 
So I said, she said, did you have a stroke? And I said, no, dear, that's not how a stroke yeah. presents. You're a doctor. You know. <laughs> she said, but I'm concerned, she said. When we get back, you better get this checked out, yeah. was red. Did you even notice that it happened, that your foot was no, dropping No, I had like no idea. It was really? just hot. It was sticky. I thought it was just something going on. And no, it was out of the blue, you know? Wow. How, how does something like this happen? Yeah. But then, James, I got it checked out. Under mm -hmm. the, following my wife's advice, I had every test known to man. I had brain scans. I had scats, cat scans. Mm. I had scan scans. What? You, know what they showed? <laughs> you know what they showed at the end of the day? What? Absolutely nothing. The doctors were perplexed. They could have sworn I had a brain tumor. They would have sworn I had yeah. a slip disc or something. Yeah, there was nothing. Sense. So I went through more tests and I had a billion dollar workup. I had tests that didn't even exist yet because wow. they were experimental. And they kept on looking and looking. And finally, I ended up at the doorstep of a world-renowned neurologist. He said, come on in, Dr. Lake. I said, hi. And he said, sit down. I said, why? He said, you better be sitting down when I tell you this. Wow. I said, what's wrong? <laughs> yeah. I said, what's wrong? He said, you don't have a drop foot you have ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, and in six months, you're going to be dead. Get your affairs in order. Wow. wow. Ton of bricks, ton of bricks hit me. And I, I shot back. Well, can you prove this diagnosis? He said, of course, on autopsy. <laughs> wow. Wow, what a bedside manner. Wow. Wow. So I, I shot back. I said, I'm not going to die to prove you That's wrong. That's right. That's right. You know? But when something like this hits you, James, you go through phases. Mm -hmm. you, go through, you know, you go through a grief reaction. Mm -hmm. And the grief reaction is anger, denial, bargain, mm -hmm. depression. Those were the phases yeah. that Elizabeth Kubler-Ross talked mm -hmm. about. And, and you go through them, but you don't go through them in stages. You go through yeah. them all at once. Yeah. One minute you're angry. One minute you're bargaining. Next minute you're depressed. And it goes on like a thunderstorm going on in your head where everything's hitting all at once. How did you go with have with him saying you only have six months to live? I mean, so here you are at Disneyland, and all of a sudden you hear that you're going to die in six months. Well, you know, I fought it. I, I fought mm -hmm. it all the way. There, were, I, I didn't think I had six months to live. Okay. So you didn't buy into that. Good for you. I did not buy it. I said, I asked my wife, what do I have? She says, I have no idea, mm -hmm. but you don't have ALS. And I said, what do I do? She said, well, you're smart. Figure it out. The doctors aren't smart like you are. And I said, okay, what am I going to do? You know, back in 2003, they had invented something rather new. It was called the internet. It started. Oh. In the <laughs> I was like, what is it? What did they do invent? 2003, it was starting to catch on, yeah. you know. But, you know, you had to use dial-on connections. Mm -hmm. Oh, I remember. Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> yeah. and plus, a lot of times you had to get on with a language called DOS because the sites were so primitive, you yeah. couldn't didn't have enough memory. Yeah. So I had friends that were nerds and they got me on. And you know what I did? I looked up every disease that looked mm. like ALS but was not ALS. And so I found a doctor in Colorado Springs, Colorado, by the name of David Martz that had a disease very similar to mine. But he progressed much more rapidly. He was on his deathbed. He could barely lift his head from a pillow. He was so well known, doctors from around the world were coming to say goodbye to him. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah. And a doctor from Texas came up to him and said, David, there's something wrong with your picture. I don't think you have ALS. Huh. David, David whispered, what do I have? He said, 
I think you have been bitten by a tick, and that tick caused wow. a chronic neurological disease. Hmm. And I that's called chronic Lyme's disease today. Yeah. Might have wow. Yeah. I have patients who have that. Yes. But but back in 2003, we didn't know mm -hmm. anything about it. Yeah. Now it's the great mimicker of everything. Mm -hmm. It looks like everything. Yeah. But, but it should be in every differential diagnosis. But we didn't know that. So yeah. I, I, so David was amazing. He said to the doctor, what do I do? The doctor said, well, I'm going to search you on treatment. And, you know, like Lazarus, he arose from the dead. He literally became back to normal within minutes. Within so minutes? I, oh, my gosh. Wow. The treatment worked Holy so moly. quickly for him. It really, from death to alive. And I said, well, I got to get in touch with this doctor. Yeah. Now, now, you know, James, any doctor can get in touch with any other doctor just by calling. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know? A doctor that consult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I phoned all the hospitals in Colorado Springs. I knew I could get in touch with them. And I ran into him at the Methodist Hospital in Colorado Springs. And we talked. And I talked for hours. And I said, David, wow. uh, are you doing anything with this? He said, you know, I'm treating people with this, this disease now. I've started the Rocky Mountain Chronic Disease Clinic. I have over 2,000 patients wow. that have this weird thing. This was way back in 2003. Wow. So, so I said, can I come down? He said, yes. And I said, when? He said, immediately. I said, I can't do that, David. He said, why? I said, it's our Thanksgiving. My wife's invited 50 people over. He said, aren't there any planes in Canada? <laughs> and the rest is history. <laughs> well, I flew down. We talked for hours. Yeah. And, he, and he said, the magic words, history is repeating itself. Mm. And he started me on treatment. So I was able to stay as the top cosmetic doctor in North America until last year when I decided to move away from that field. So it was amazing, the journey that I've been on. Wow. But you know, when you go through something like this, you go through phases mm -hmm. and you start to look around for answers. Mm -hmm. You look around for pieces. Yeah. And I was given a second chance. I was given a chance to live life more abundantly. So that's when I decided to to start writing mm -hmm. a book for others so that they can. Yes, exactly. Without what I've gone through. How did you come up with the 13 golden pearls? You know, that was interesting. You know, I met a young lady along the way. I used to sponsor awards then. I was a philanthropist. And one of the awards I'd give was for women of distinction at uh, the, YW, uh, the mm -hmm. YWCA. That We sponsored a women of distinction contest. And a lady by the name of Harriet Tinker, who was a former New York runway model, mm -hmm. came and she applied for a category called, uh, called Turning Points. And her story is similar to mine, except she went through a much more horrendous problem of having been kidnapped, stabbed, and left. Oh gosh. So she came around to the point that she was going to give back to society and give to others as a result. Mm -hmm. So we met and we started talking and we said, we got to write a book about this. You have different experiences, but you know, our pathway is a commonality. Yes. It's very, very, very similar. Mm -hmm. So. And, and I said, well, let's talk about some of the, the commonalities. And she said, I, I bet you want to call it golden nuggets. And I said, yes, I do. And she said, that sounds like McDonald's. I said, well, what should we call them? She said, you know, ever since I was a girl, she said, I've been obsessed with pearls. Let's call oh, them okay, yeah. golden pearls. And I said, Harriet, do you know golden pearls actually exist? They're in the South Pacific. I They're very, that. very rare. Wow. And a, a pearl forms because of an irritation in the lining of a, an, an oyster. So because of its trauma, 
it walls there you go it's perfect it's a great analogy beautiful and she said yes let's do this and we originally came up with 20 golden pearls but it was like drinking from a garden a a, Mm -hmm. a water hydrant for people it was way too much so we narrowed it down to our best pearls in this book and that's where we came up with 13 golden pearls and and as you know they've just been wonderful and they help to tell people the meaning of life they're golden pearls of wisdom if you like Mm -hmm. and that's what i'd like to emphasize to people who are the people who should read this book you know the people that should read this is everybody today mm-hmm. i mean we're going through that. a time where people are going through a very difficult time sure. we have covid we have protests we have everything else going on in our world and a lot of people are hurting so if people are hurting this is a solution for their problem mm-hmm. but if people want to go to a higher level this is a, an answer for their problem mm-hmm. so this book is for both men and women of all it, it's good for teenagers it's good for adults and it's at a time where everybody can get an amazing meaning from this yes really i hope this helps to solve some of the problems that we have with society right mm-hmm. now i want to go over a couple of the of the pearls um, I know the, well, they're, they're 13, of course, but three of them I really want to focus on are empowerment, thankfulness, and forgiveness. Let's talk about your concept of empowerment. You know, empowerment is the end product of the whole thing. You'll notice it's, imp- it's pearl number 13. <laughs> and, and that's why we put it out as the last one. Yeah. You know, we start our pearls with love and we end with pearl, empowerment. And the reason why we that was for strategicness. You mm-hmm. know, empowerment comes the best way to understand how a person becomes empowered is to see them disempowered. Right now, I see disempowerment going on in the whole world. I see the world in a situation where people are out of control, that things are happening to them, that they cannot get into the driver's seat. And what empowerment is all about is putting them back into the driver's seat. It's really about going and, and helping them get to a situation where they can help drive their ship again, where they could put their life back on tracks, where they can really help to put it back in mm-hmm. order. And you know, with COVID, so many people became unemployed. Everything went kaflooey. Yes. People had to sequester for so long. And I think this is a time now they can come out and get come back even to a level that's better to it what it was yes. before they went in. Mm-hmm. And that's what empowerment is about. This book is meant to empower you. When people read this book, help me understand the format of it. So is it more of a, um, like a workbook? Is it an inspirational book? What, what would be the content of it? Let me tell you how it's written. Each each uh, chapter has a story, a signature story that. that really helps to bring it home. Mm-hmm. Now, the story is more than just a story. It's really a parable. And uh, it, it's such a, a, an amazing little thing. I, I, I will throw in one of the stories here be, on, on one of the pearls, which is enthusiasm, because it's only two minutes long, and I think people would get it. Sure. You know, enthusiasm is one of those pearls that you need every day, and everybody will benefit from it by bringing enthusiasm mm-hmm. to every everything they do. Now, there was a carpenter by the name of Fred. He was 65. He had worked for 35 years for the same company, and he was done. He just didn't have any enthusiasm anymore. So he went to his boss and he threw the keys on the boss's desk and said, I'm done. I can't do it. The boss was taken aback. This was his master carpenter. He had built all the houses that he's ever done and he just needed him. He said, Fred, Fred, just wait a minute. Can you do one more thing for me? 
Fred said, oh, of course, boss. I've loved it here. You've done everything for me. I'll do one more thing for you. He said, okay, can you build me just one more house? Only you can do mm. it because you're my master carpenter. So Fred begrudgingly said yes, but his heart was not into it. His enthusiasm yeah. was gone. He'd work two hours a day rather than 12 hours like he used to. And he did shoddy workmanship. By the time he was done, it barely passed inspection. But when he did, he came and threw the keys on the boss's desk. And the boss said, okay, hold it, hold it. Let's gather everybody around. This is Fred's last day. He's been my best carpenter. I wish everybody was as good as him. <laughs> and Fred, I've got one gift for you. Here's the keys for the last house you ever built. I want you to live with it with all the enthusiasm. Wow. This, this is your special gift, and thank you for all those years. Now, can you picture how different that would be? Oh, my gosh, yeah. It was enthusiastic. Mm -hmm. Now, the point is this, is you can't make enthusiasm a Monday thing. You can't make it a Friday thing. Life. Yes. When things go wrong, you can't lose your enthusiasm. Yes. you got to use them as a challenge to get to where you should be. You should use it as, a, as something to overcome. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think enthusiasm is another pearl that's really amazing that people really need. Yeah, well, I think in, in a lot of ways it goes in life, life, life happens regardless. So in every situation we have the opportunity to say, is this a step, is this a, a stumbling block or is it a stepping stone? So in that when people always have that paradigm shift of saying, okay, I'm struggling, but there's an answer. Let me look for that answer. And so to become solution focused allows it to become a stepping stone for us to continually evolve and develop in life. Absolutely, James. I think that's what enthusiasm does. Mm -hmm. But it allows us to come over those obstacles in such a way that they're not obstacles. Mm -hmm. They're little roadblocks. Yeah, they're little, exactly. They're little hindrances there. Yeah. And, and it's just amazing how we can turn things around that way without anything else being a problem. There are so many, we could, well, first off, we could talk about this all day. I want to transition over into the reviews. You just had a fantastic review that were just showing me earlier. Tell me more about it. You know, I've had so many amazing reviews, and it's all because my book has become a number one bestseller. People have been telling me how important it is That's in amazing. their life that this has come right at a time where everything, there couldn't be a better thing that's happened yeah. to them. And that's what I, I really find that this, there's an old saying that when the time comes, the master will arrive mm -hmm. or the teacher that's will arrive. And I hope this teacher will be the book that'll show people a new and better way of doing things yes. and help them overcome many of the things that they have in mm -hmm. their world. I think it really will help them with the little stepping stones there. What I really like about your book as well is just, just even the whole concept of creating a platform or creating a I guess a, an entry point of saying, okay, well, I want to learn this golden pearl, but if I'm struggling in other areas, let me, re, let me reflect back on this book. And this book will always give you the baseline and the foundation for how to transcend to the next level. Either you want to do it from a studio standpoint, if you study it every day, or from a, a place that I'm sure you can pick and choose where you need to look at oh, yeah, and want to and yeah. that they want it to be a bit lighthearted. You know, the whole book is based on a dialogue between Harriet and I. Oh, so I there's this that. conversation that goes great. on between us. Yeah. And, and, you know, Harriet is a card. She's so competitive. She always <laughs> is trying to get the last word in. So I always have to get the last That's word so in. So it's, it's, it's a great little book because it helps people to go through it in a dialogue. Yet. Yeah. And then we have quotes from over 141 celebrities wow. in here. So that'll help people to understand mm -hmm. it from even another point of view and another mm -hmm. point of meeting. So we've tried to make this book just special for people, and we really would love them to participate. Uh, the book is 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 really 
you can get it on Amazon.com. It's it's a great little book. Or yeah. if you go to a site called Fantastic Life Book Site and buy oh. it there, I then know who bought it, and I'd like to give twenty percent for a special charity. Oh, you know, wow. Harriet was a, a victim of, of abuse, domestic sure. abuse, and the very fact is that we would like to end that in the world. So we are giving this to women's shelters that help women okay. in domestic abuse. So if it's bought in the United States, we're going to give it to the people in your community where it's bought. I love that. And if it's in Edmonton, we'll give it here. So we would love people to buy it through our site so that we can know who's getting it so we can help people with that. Perfect. Well, so what we'll do as well is at the end, if my listeners aren't able to find it any other place, they just simply go to the show notes at either jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv, and I will link them directly with your site to be able to give back to that amazing, amazing charity as well. Wonderful. And go on, James. Tell ask me more. I, I'm <laughs> Unfortunately, it. I can't. Our time is up. It's, it's so funny when I interview amazing people like you. The time literally flies by, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, we could talk about this for so much more time. Can I give one more thing to your sure. audience? Sure. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'd like to give them a golden pearl a week. And okay. that golden pearl, all they have to do is text me the words golden pearls with the S on the end mm-hmm. to one eight one nine seven one seven two five one five. That's one eight one nine seven one seven twenty five fifteen. The word golden pearls because I will send them a golden pearl a week for the next fifty two weeks. Awesome. That is a wonderful gift. Thank you so much for that. I truly do appreciate that. Dr. Like, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on my show today. One more time, the name of your book is The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. Two survivors reveal the 13 golden pearls they've discovered. So once again, go to Dr. Like's site and purchase it there. Thank you so much for being an awesome guest on my show today. I really appreciate it. James, it was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. I, it's just been an honorable day. This will be a time I'll remember forever. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.